The Adams family lived on a farm at the foot of Penn's Hill. It was about a mile down the coast road which wound along Boston Bay. From the top of Penn's Hill, one could see ten miles across Boston Bay to Boston Town itself. Jay Adams picked up his basket of corn. He ran around the house to the road. Johnny followed his sister slowly into the kitchen. Mother glanced up from the fireplace. Her face looked warm under her frilled white cap. Mary turned Johnny around so that Mother could see his back. He's all wet. Mother stood up. She smoothed down the blue apron she wore over her blue and white striped skirt. Maybe I should let you wash your own clothes. Then you might learn to stay clean. Yes, Mother. Go to your room and find a fresh dress, she said. I am much too busy. A neighbor just brought me word from Boston Town. Your Uncle Thomas Hancock and Aunt Lydia are coming here to visit tomorrow. Uncle Tom! Johnny clapped his hands. Now I can ride in the carriage! Mother, Mary said, I think Johnny likes fine things too well. Doesn't Father say that is a sin? That's what the old Puritans believed, but people are earning more than in the old days. Uncle Thomas has a fine house in Boston. He must have, Mary began. Mother frowned. Yes, your father's brother is very rich. He is a merchant and a trader with England. He has worked very hard. It is too bad he has no children. Baby Ebenezer started to cry. He was learning to walk and had just taken a tumble in a corner of the kitchen. Oh, dear, said Mother. Will you quiet him, Mary? Your father is working on his two Sunday sermons, and I must get my bread baked. If I'd only known Thomas and Lydia were coming, I might have sent to Boston for wheat flour. Johnny ran out of the room. When he came back in dry clothes, he asked Mother, When will they get here? I can't wait! I'll tell you about it at supper, son. We shall eat as soon as Father finishes his sermons. Now run along and don't bother me. Johnny gave a sigh. That will be a long time, he said. He went out to the barn to pet father's horse, Betsy. Johnny was eating breakfast early the next morning when he heard Jay Adams's whistle outside. The family ate often in the big kitchen, a room added on to the back of the house. Johnny looked at father. Wait until we say the prayer, John. Father smiled kindly at him. Johnny had often heard people say that Parson Hancock was wise, kind, and a very good speaker. He knew that people came from far away to hear him preach. When Johnny at last ran to the door, he saw his friend Jay waiting with a fishing pole over his shoulder. Good morrow to you, Johnny said. Do you have a pole for me? No, I'll cut you one from a young tree with my pocket knife, Jay told him. I have a fish hook for you, though. Mother went to the door. Watch him well, Jay. Stay on the bridge to fish. I don't want him falling into the creek. Yes, ma'am. And be back for dinner this noon, Johnny. Today is Saturday. Your uncle and aunt will come this afternoon. Goodbye, boys. Johnny tried hard to keep up with Jay Adams's trot. They went up the dusty highway past a few scattered houses and some orchards to Black Creek. The creek flowed into Boston Bay. When the boys reached the log bridge that crossed the creek, they were warm from the August sun. Jay put one of the worms he had brought with him on his hook. He gave his pole to Johnny to hold. Johnny dropped the hook and line into the water. 
Then Jay found a long green stick on the creek bank and cut it with his knife. He tied a line and hook to it for Johnny. The two boys fished and fished, but they didn't get a bite. Some dark clouds started to move across the sky. If I could just get one fish for my uncle and aunt, Johnny thought. Everyone eats fish on Saturdays, and I'll have to go home soon. Just then he looked up. He saw a head peek out from behind a tree. It was a boy with bright black eyes and long black hair. Johnny gave Jay's foot a little kick. Look! Jay's round face broke into a smile. Well, it's Little Turtle. He's one of the Ponkapog Indians. They're camping at Colonel Quincy's farm near the bay. They have to live on a place at Stoughton, but they come here each year for the fishing. Now the Indian boy was standing at the end of the bridge. Fish? he asked. How many? Jay made a face.